Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Calling It A Day with Chloe and Cleo. Um, We are going to do another quick little episode today because we have time limits and we really jabbered on for the 2020 resolutions one. I don't know. I thought that was like a decent length, but... Yeah, I mean, I loved that episode personally, but I've gotten feedback from friends that they're like, an hour is a, it's a little long. Wait, we went for an hour on that one? Mm-hmm. We haven't had one that long since our second episode on, like, Enneagrams, Whoa. personality tests. I, I didn't realize that. it was that long, which is weird because... Yeah. I mean, we just really got into it. Um, but anyways, today we're going to be chatting about some pet peeves, um... These are, like, relatively light, but these are also genuine opinions. Um, We're not even going to go over the basic general ones, like repetitive sounds, loud chewing, people who are late, people who are rude. Um, Those, okay, again, when we were, like, brainstorming this list, we, like, Googled, like, oh, like, common pet peeves. And my sister literally was, like, viciously nodding her head at all of them. <laughs> I just want to put it out there that I feel like I don't really have that many, but my sister as a particular gal, she does not like repetitive noises, which I was yelled at many a times in I mean, my you youth. You don't particularly like them. I stop because you tell me to stop. I'm like, I would love to click a pen. I would love to tap a foot. But... <laughs> Okay, the tapping foot is not me. That's just mommy being like, that's not ladylike. I know, but like, repetitive noises, not allowed to. Loud chewing. Mm, that's I mean, you some- still do it. I- you still do it with your gum all the time. And I'm like, oh my what gosh, you chew do- it for like, each piece for like two hours, What literally. am I supposed to do with gum if not chew? You want me to chew silently? Like I can show you how I chew gum versus how you do it. No, the thing is, that's not even how you silently chew gum. You just... I can't because I don't have gum in my mouth. But you kind of do like the lip smacking. Like you like open your mouth quite wide. So then when the impact hits, it's like this like. And then it opens back up. It's like that spitty sound. It's just like, oh. Oh my. Okay, yeah. There's been times where like we're like literally silent. And then she like. It's not silent. And then she like whips her head to me. She's like, can you stop chewing your gum? And I was like. I've held my breath multiple times. Because I'm just like, it's not going to change. I give Why up. can't I chew gum? No, I let you now. I'm just like, I hate it. I'm going to put some earphones on. I'm going to like walk somewhere else. It's so like, it's kind of, we'll think about vacate it. vacate the zip code because it's so We'll loud. think about it. The loud chewing is like a two-in-one with the repetitive sounds. Mm. You know? It's like mm. both. Okay, whatever. That's why I don't do repetitive noises and I try not to chew gum around you because otherwise you're going to get all up in a tizzy. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, these, we looked through a couple lists. They're like long, long lists. And I'm like, wow, there are a lot of pet peeves out there. And and I have all of them. <laughs> I don't resonate with all of them, but I'm like, I'm not the only one. If someone wrote a list of like 100. I'm not convinced you did not write this article. <laughs> Well, thank you for thinking I could get an article published. Um, <laughs> you are quite the writer. <laughs> but yeah, the general ones, I think you can kind of already get a sense from our previous episodes. Like, we're not the type to enjoy people who are late. Like, we're not that type at all. Um, but yes, shall we just get into the more obscure ones, perhaps? I think one of my pet peeves is people who don't say thank you. I know it's really particular and some people don't really care because it's like not a big deal and if you're helping someone out or doing someone a favor you're not doing it for the gratitude 
um, and for them to like thank you endlessly. But even if it's someone that I open a door for and they just like walk through as if I didn't hold the door open for them, it I don't know why. I think it's just like that was such a moment for human interaction for them to be like, thank you. And for me to be like, yeah, no problem. But instead, they walk in as if I was supposed to open the door for them. And there's zero acknowledgement. I mean, you could stop them and be like, excuse me? Did you not see me open this door for you? That's not how I would do it at all. Would I would be say? like, you're welcome. Oh, wow. Ouch. <laughs> I wouldn't use that many words. Ouch. <laughs> That stings. But I've never done that because I'm like, you know what? Maybe you they know what? were really frazzled and distracted and they just like went through the door. But I'm like, okay, it's happened to me far too many times. You know times. what? If they, if they get past a certain point and you can tell they're not going to say thank you, just slam the door on them. And then the door will hit them and they're going to be like, what? And you'd be like, hmm. Okay, no. no. <laughs> I don't like this passive aggressive approach. Plus like... Even if they don't say thank you, like, I still wanted to open the door for them in the first place. Like, most people are quite kind. Like, if they open the door for me, I'll kind of, like, you know, do a little scramble up to the door because I don't want them waiting for me that long. And they'll be like, oh, no worries. I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Or, like, vice versa. Like, I really appreciate when people make the effort to, you know, speed up towards the door when I'm opening it for them. Or as it's not like, your majesty. I'm like, <laughs> they're, like, slowly walking their <laughs> towards the door. But, um... That's just like one example, but I think also just in general, the small thank yous, whether it's giving someone a ride or doing them a yeah, small favor, anything like I think the two simple words can go a long way. Like maybe it's just like my thing for having manners in general, but alas, you don't care. <laughs> it's not that I, I mean, obviously I would like it. Like I've, yeah, like no, I've mentioned this I think in maybe the second episode of our podcast where mm. I was at this work workshop and I like rambled on the people about how like I don't like it when I do something for someone and I send it to them like someone that's not on my team right I'm just doing them a favor and mm. then they don't say anything like they reached to reach out to me out of the blue asking for something and then I do it for them because that's just kind of like part of my group function I guess kind of and I do it for them no response no response back and they like will only reach back out if they have another question so they don't say thank you yeah maybe it's just a sense of self-righteousness or something I don't know if it's corporate America where you're just you know give and take like you're constantly being asked to do other things too and so they don't even think twice about you know saying thank you or for some people maybe they didn't grow up saying thank you regularly and it's just not ingrained in their nature whereas we were always taught you know to say thank you and if anything I think we say it like profusely yeah I think we're getting too deep into this one but I guess I was just trying to say for me it's a case-by-case basis like I don't really care for about it if I'm just like opening the door for a stranger and they don't say anything, I'm just like, whatever, man, you do you, I'm gonna leave. And like, I would just like opening the door to be nice. I'm not gonna like dwell on the fact that they didn't say thank you. But then for like work stuff, I'm like, dude, this took a really long time and I'm like doing you a favor. So yeah. I guess it's for me, it's like case by case. But yeah. for you, I feel like it's like a, everything. I mean, I don't really dwell on it. Like if they don't say thank you, I go on with my day and like I don't think about them again. But I think in the moment, I'm like, Mm, but that's again because I'm so principle based that like it applies to all things but yes that's one of mine 
one of mine is, as you all may or may not remember, is I hate feet. Uh, I think part of it is because my sister made me hate my feet when I was younger. <laughs> um, she would all the time, just like unsolicited, be like, oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh, oh. Those are your feet? Oh my gosh. Why do they look like that? Oh my, what's that color? You look partially dead. Wow. That's disgusting. And I'd be like, yeah, feet are disgusting. Anyway, so I kind of lived with that. It was mainly the size that I had brainwashed you into thinking was abnormal. No, but also like my feet in general. You would always just randomly walk past and be like, oh. <laughs> I'd be like, why? <laughs> so that's why now I Yeah, learned. you hate feet more than I do now. Like, yeah. I also hate feet, but you're like, you know. Yeah, because you brainwashed me, and now I wear socks literally 24-7. I know. I saw her feet this morning, and I was like, that's kind of strange. Like, I'm not used to seeing your feet. Do you know why? Yes. Because, because of you. And because, because I, I didn't have enough morning. And I had an early morning meeting, and I didn't, didn't necessarily have enough time to grab a pair of socks because my sister also had a morning meeting. So I didn't want to, like, go back in and open the door and, like, disturb her. And then, so my feet were out. And guess what she did? Took a video zooming in and out of them and sent it to people okay not people it's just a very private chat <laughs> and then i'm like this is why this is why i gotta cover my feet the whole time but i think it's only because you hate feet so much that it's like worth documenting like i know some people who you know you you know people as well who wear flip-flops year-round would you ever document their i mean you wouldn't document feet in general but it's like this is no special occasion like it's just them on a daily basis but for you i'm like i actually did a double take i'm like those are bare feet. I know. I charge extra for that. You got a good look for too long. <laughs> I immediately put them back in my Crocs when I realized. Um, but I think this childhood trauma has um, manifested itself in my adulthood as a visceral aversion and just hatred for all things feet hate it i i really do not like it when people are barefoot they wear flip-flops and if they wear sandals like i was talking about this with norman today actually and i was asking him about like did i make you stop wearing flip-flops or did you already stop wearing flip-flops on your own he doesn't seem like a flip-flop guy to me i know that's precisely why i'm with him yeah there's no way like Okay, no, we would not. Okay, <laughs> like, sorry, no offense to anyone. If you wear flip flops regularly, like we can still be friends, obviously. Yeah, but in terms we can't of date. dating, like right. we've already covered this. But yeah, like, we have. But like people that like show up to Bible study indoors, sans socks. I'm like, you're really gonna be wiggling those piggies around, <laughs> and and then they're like putting their hands on their feet. Wait. Okay, I should show you. Never mind. <laughs> I come up. I have a friend who took a photo of them, literally like holding hands. Is with it their Daniel? Feet. He's gonna love this. He loves shoutouts because I remember him doing that at your birthday party while he was having conversation with me. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if this is a shout out he was hoping for, but it is one. Like we were just sitting and talking, and he randomly started doing it, and then I was like, like really casually. Yes, really yeah. casually, and I was like. Please stop making eye contact with me. 
and stop talking to me right now. I don't like this. Um, yeah, I mean, so many people that I know try prefer not to wear socks. Actually, wait, that's wrong. Like, I get it. It's probably easy for them to just slip right on. Like, gets more air, whatever. But yeah, no. So, anyways, the answer to your question to Norman was no. He was never a flip flop guy. He actually gave me a very detailed response. <laughs> he knows how much it matters to you. Yeah, he said that <laughs> there was... I don't know why I can't stop laughing. He said that there was... Because it's Norman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want to expose him, but whatever. He said that in high school, he tried wearing flip-flops consistently. <laughs> like, he said he tried making it his thing, but then he couldn't do it because the flip-flops kept <laughs> kept hurting his toes and I was like wait the same thing happens to me every time I wear flip-flops like the crack between the fig and the second one yeah it hurts so bad (laughs) and he said the same thing happened to him so he gave up on the flip-flops and I was like oh my gosh yet another reason why you're soulmates why we're soulmates <laughs> the same thing happened to me not There's... that i tried with the flip-flops but the fact that the flip-flops hurt the crack. oh i see i see hurt the crack between the toes Mm-mm. there are just so many sockless options and it really speaks volumes to which one you are like whether you're flip-flops or burks or maybe even crocs jesus sandals like there's so many wait but no but crocs are closed toed so <sighs> Sorry, we're spending too much time on this. Yeah. Bare feet. No go. Pet peeve. Pet peeve. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, oscillating back to the more serious end. This was um, a mutual one, I would say. And okay. it's funny that we are, you know, doing an episode on pet peeves. But this is lighthearted. Our um, next pet peeve is people who complain endlessly. And yes, this is... Well, not just complain. I feel like... A broader aspect of it is just like people that are very like negative, negative yes in regard but regardless that's of true every situation and i feel like that lends itself to like the complaining behavior mm, yes that's a good point i mean even at work there are some people who are not necessarily complaining about something that they're going through like they're just more taking any opportunity to like talk bad about someone to be like funny or relatable or like they're just negative about this task they have to do like anytime they say something there's some sort of negative spin to it so yes that's true yeah like it's obviously totally valid to like complain about stuff if you're going through like hardship or like a real problem right but i feel like some people like i don't surround myself with these type of people Mm -hmm. because it is my pet peeve but i'm just saying if it just like i don't know someone like random or like a co-worker that I don't like work with often or something like that if they happen to just like just like really rag on everything Mm -hmm. then I'm like dude everything and everyone yeah there's just negative energy I mean any energy is somewhat contagious and like it is very tiring to be around people who you know are just not happy positive people right because like I don't necessarily want to be like complaining as well so then Mm -hmm. it kind of drains me because then I don't I always have to come up with something to say that's like an adequate response but then not also like agreeing with them Mm -hmm. but then you can't actively be like hey like maybe we shouldn't yeah talk about this person or be so down on this thing yeah so then I'm just like whoa (laughs) right totally I honestly try to stay out of those conversations like 
especially in the workplace, sometimes people will, you know, chime in and support because it's like the funny, it's like the cool, cool thing. thing to do. Yeah. But I just opt out. But then sometimes I'm like, is opting out enough? But it's hard to be that person to be like, hey, like, I think they're a great person. I mean, actually, that's an easy way to do it. I feel like when they're talking about all people, I'm just like, honestly, like, I've had some good experiences with them, like, even if it's challenging or whatever. But I think mm-hmm. for other things, if they're just, you know, ragging on life and whatever, it's, like, kind of hard to turn things around. Yeah. You know, as we're spending 30 minutes complaining about stuff. Right. <laughs> yes. But this is a topic of pet peeves. It's not like we talk about these things, like, ever, you know? I talk about feet for some reason. But it's, like, more often recently. But I think because it's not, like, a, a normal pet peeve. It's not, like, a It's real, almost, it's like, comedic. Like, <laughs> like, you're not, like, you're kind of grossed out or, like, bugged by it. But, like, a pet peeve is really something that, like, annoys you. Like, I don't think you get annoyed at your friends. You're just kind of, like, like, please stay away from me. Yeah. I'm, like, mm-mm, you better distance yourself. Get that away from me. Yeah. Um, I guess another one of mine is, this is like an actual one, is greasy, like dirty fingers. For some reason, I like really, really cannot deal. So like, I hate eating messy foods. And if I eat chips, Mm. I have to eat them with chopsticks. um, And they have to be poured out on a plate. Because I, for some reason... I don't see you eat chips with chopsticks. Unless they're like hot Cheetos or something. Yeah, hot Cheetos. Oh, okay. Maybe like chips and guac. I know, but like, do you notice how like I have a napkin and I'm wiping my fingers every chip? Mm, Interesting. I like cannot. I can't. I hate it. Like, I tried to use chopsticks and they have to put it on a plate because like I don't... Oh, you hate reaching into the bag. Yes. I cannot... I just don't like the idea of the possibility of the greasy bag gracing, gracing, grazing. <laughs> the chip has the honor of gracing your hand. Of, of gracing <laughs> my fingers. No, like, yeah, grazing my knuckle as I'm exiting mm. the bag. Yes, that is quite an, a particularity of yours, which I would not anticipate because... I guess now that you're saying it, it's true. Like, for example, we've been having a lot of breakfast burritos this week and she prefers to use a fork and knife. And one time she decided to just, you know, try to roll it up and eat it with her hands. But it was worth announcing that she would attempt such a, <laughs> such a, a, t- I a woke method. Up and I was like, you know what? Leave the fork and knife in the drawer. I think I'm ready today. <laughs> yeah. But then on a regular basis, because you're using my keyboard for the time being, like, kind of glance at it. And I'm like, mm, it's a little oily. But because you're also always eating, like, breakfast buns and stuff just at the table. So it's like, <laughs> I get the impression that it's like, like oily vibes all over. And then you just like eat it. And then you work and then you eat it and then you work. But now that you're saying it, I, I guess. The yeah. grease isn't from the bun. The grease is from the layers and layers of blistex I slather on my lips. Right, which is also disgusting. Nope, perfectly fine. Because anytime I use like Vaseline or something that of you know petroleum thickness and oiliness, I always wash my hands. But I'm like, there's a little white sheen on this keyboard. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like particular about like food, food oils. Food, food oils. Grease. Like I can't. I I don't like pizza because it's very handsy. Mm. I don't like burgers because handsy what about wings wings see that's something i make a particular exception for Mm. because wings are delicious 
and very difficult to eat with fork and knife. It's just much quicker to eat them with your hands. But I, if you ever go with me to a wings place, I'm swimming in napkins because like every wing, I'm just like frantically wiping my fingers because like I just hate the feeling, but I love wings. I think it's just, you know, you just gotta commit. Like your hands are gonna get dirty. You eat all you know, 7, 10, 12, however many wings at the same time, and then you go wash. Because every single time you wipe, it's just like dry tissue that isn't really getting rid of the oil. I mean, sometimes I have to take a mid-wing mm. eating break to wash my hands, to just like do a little intermission, refresh my fingers, and then come back. Because I don't know what it is. And it's like also like kind of tying in with this. Like if I eat something greasy, I have to be in a very open space like in general you like to eat with more elbow room like very open space I don't want to feel like the grease is closing in on me if that makes sense like I remember one time when I was in high school like I was really craving fried chicken and we had fried chicken and I microwaved it and I didn't want to eat downstairs alone because it was like 3 a.m so I was scared so I microwaved it brought it on a plate and sat in the middle of my floor in my room so there was absolutely nothing surrounding me but I'll just eating fried chicken in that the dark. That sounds like quite a setup. I mean, the other month we went to get some Popeyes and um, we had to eat in the car because we were hungry. We didn't Jolly want to eat in the mall. It was Jollibee's. And as we were leaving the mall, there was like this COVID sanitizing station and there were little wipes you can grab and there were also uh, like disposable plastic gloves. And we're like, this is perfect. So we grabbed a couple and then we ate the Jolly Bees in the car with the gloves. Like literally life-changing. I mean, obviously you don't have as much of a grip, but can you imagine if we ate that in the car and then we had to like either, I mean, we wouldn't go back in the mall and wash our hands. We just like wipe down and the go home. The thing is that even eating in the car was like yeah. really difficult for me mentally. I'm a survivor, so I got through it. <laughs> I mean, you... Oh yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh yeah, I tore through that fried chicken. But um, yeah, I was like, gross, 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 gross. Um, yeah, something about just like the grease. I for some reason it's like this weird pet peeve that I just have always had, and yeah, that's why I don't like messy foods, and I always eat with a fork and knife or chopsticks, mm. utensils basically of any kind. <laughs> Okay, glad we covered that in such depth. And passion. I'm very passionate about this one. <laughs> yeah. The feet, the fingers. Okay. Um, I think this is also another mutual one for both of us. Um, we don't enjoy it when credit isn't given where it's due. I mean, would you like to elaborate? Mm, I, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's such a simple statement, like, you know, give credit where it's due. Like, it's just one of my, I suppose, many principles. Like, I think in my deep down, I just feel like that's what's right. Like, if someone has an amazing idea, I would much rather have them, you know, be put on the pedestal or get that shout out. Because, like, who cares if I didn't get credit? Like, they totally deserve it. I guess it's just as simple as that. But for some people, I don't think there's, like, that many people out there that we know personally in a personal setting that like takes credit from people deliberately but I think sometimes it's more of like not uplifting that person 
for the thing they did. Like, going out of the way to give them credit, if that makes sense. I mean, that's a lot of ministry, honestly. Oh, you're gonna say ministry? I was gonna say, I know a lot of people at my work that loves to not give credit. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> in a personal way, because at work, it kind of happens to you, like, all it the time. It happens to us all the time. I have a particular boss of mine in mind. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say their name. But you know who you are. <laughs> I really hope they're not listening. I mean, <laughs> there is an extent of not getting credit when you're a more junior person and the higher up manager or director or whatever kind of has to own it, like good on them. But then it is kind of a bummer when you've done a stellar job and you've gone above and beyond and there's zero, you know, credit. And it's not that credit is what drives us or like having that recognition. It's more like it just truly is the right thing to do. Like if someone had an amazing idea or like they put hours and hours into something, like the least you can do is again, thank them and give them credit. Right. I was going to say, I think those two are kind of along a similar vein, like that whole idea of giving proper acknowledgement and appreciation for the task at hand. I feel like they're kind of one and the same, you know? It's like, if you say thank you, it means that you've acknowledged Mm. and like given them credit where it was due, kind of. Yeah. I'm not saying you need to have an email sent out being like, great job, Cleo, for this deck you put together in two hours. Like, but it's more so even knowing that they're like, wow, like, thank you so much for staying up late, like, blah, 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 like, I don't know. There's some sense of motivation in that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's part of the job, but... But it also applies, I think, yes, to more everyday things even. Yes, like we, like you said, it's the appreciation and acknowledgement piece. Like, you know, even when you see the, the cleaners in your office or back then, you know, when they stay late, you should say thank you. It's such a small thing and like yes it's their job to clean the bathrooms and to grab your trash but like thank you because I don't know I I I just realized I feel like it is maybe like a person-to-person thing like if a person doesn't have the same desire or need to be thanked then they Mm. kind of don't give that out as much that's true I think we are very much so whereas um for example Our mother is less so. So then, like, every time after dinner, we're always like, oh, my gosh, thank you for dinner. But, like, she doesn't ask for it. And she, I don't think particularly is like, yeah, they thanked me. Mm -hmm. I think it's more just like a whatever. And so, like, if we do something, she's not as inclined to, to be like, thank you. Because she doesn't, like desire the same mm-hmm. so i feel like in that way it can kind of be like in a way you can perceive like love languages for example right like, like words is not hers yeah so. if you don't yeah if you, that's not necessarily something you crave you might not recognize it's other something people want it's mm-hmm. oh sorry i'm stuttering like you might not recognize it's something that others may want so right. so it's not necessarily like rudeness it's just, like, differences in communication. Yeah. And so. I think it's easier when you have a relationship with that person because you can kind of reason it out that way and see it from their point of view. It's more in these instances where it's people that um, you don't know outside of work or it's a stranger that you have a brief interaction with. I think that's when it can be more frustrating because you can't be like, oh, like, you know, they didn't grow up, you know, being expressed gratitude. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> you stop them when they don't say thank you. You're like... Hey, sir, is words of affirmation not your primary love language? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, but again, that's for me. That's why it's like a case-by-case basis. If it's like a person I know and they like, keep not doing it, then I'm like, hmm. But if it's like just a rando, I'm like, 
I don't I'm like, whatever. I don't yeah. Care. It's, I don't know. That's the thing because I think we're both pretty willing to help people like I'm in a more serious manner than opening a door for someone, but I feel like we go out of our way and it can be just a bummer really when it's almost like, do they even feel like I'm helping them? Cause it doesn't even warrant like a simple thank you, even though I'm spending like so, so much time on this, etc. But yeah, maybe it's just not a big deal. Yeah. This is what pet peeves are. Just things that make you annoyed, but they're not, they shouldn't be deal breakers. <laughs> Except for feet. They're deal breakers for like our relationships. For like dating. But they're not deal breakers for people like we're friends with, you know? Yeah. So. yeah. For friends, I feel like the only like deal breakers are like liars and mean people. Yeah. Like for some reason, I'm like mm-hmm. very averse to deception. <laughs> like I'm very gullible. So mm. I'll believe lots of things, but if I find out that you've been playing me mm. or like you've taken advantage of my inability to notice red flags, <laughs> I see. Then I'll be like, "What?" Mm. And then from then on, I'm like, mm. "I see." I mean, that's where we depart because I like I can smell that from a mile away and I'm like, "You're not even getting close to me. You're not going <laughs> to I'm like clearly someone has their walls up right so I'm just I don't even get in those situations where I feel like where I've been deceived but I would imagine it's because I also do not appreciate that that I'm just like okay well let's just you know keep our distance I know I have gotten myself into some some sticky sticky situations yeah it's a balance of seeing the best in people and also you know just being like aware and things and it can be not so serious as like these friendships but like one time we were traveling in europe and i saw this guy that was i had bad feelings about and i was like i think he's trying to pickpocket us but in the moment i was like "Hmm, i don't know what i'm gonna do about it but i'm getting some suspicious vibes and people was like (laughs) i don't know we're just i was completely oblivious um i'm literally the complete opposite i found myself in a position once when i got tricked into giving my phone to a homeless person and my mom was so mad at me but i I really thought they were like (laughs) they could have ran off i know but i thought they needed help so what do they do with your phone mommy came out remember Oh, she was there. <laughs> Do you remember? You were there too. I don't remember being there. It was at your graduation, post-graduation food thing, and there was this lady screaming into the restaurant. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I gave her my phone. Yes, I remember Because I believed her. I'm literally dumb. Gosh. I really thought it, I It's like a lot her. in the moment. It's a lot in the moment. And I was like, why is no one helping her? I was like... Oh, come on, people. She's needing help. So I ran out the she restaurant. She did need help, but a different kind of help. <laughs> Not the type of help that apparently I could have provided. Um, she did eventually give the phone back. Thank goodness. Once it was. Once mommy and you came outside and demanded it. <laughs> I was like, whoopsies. Okay, fine. I misread the situation. um anyway sorry rambling yeah we're kind of getting on tangents with our pet peeves but all in good fun um these were just a couple of i guess the things that trigger us um i guess more so me than cleo because not too much triggers her she's just a happy-go-lucky like whatever and i'm i'm the opposite like i try i keep my cool because i'm not gonna like bring up everything that bugs me but i think on a daily basis i can be 
I can be a little critical. I could work on that, but hmm. I don't know. I'm just like you such said a, it. Not I'm me. just such a particular person. I don't know what it is. Okay. We. Yeah. I got a hundred percent, or I got ninety nine percent. You got one percent. I had to be that way. We couldn't both be super particular, right? So then I had to just be like, okay. Yeah, we've been saying this for the past however long Cleo's been back. We're like, we need to be like a little bit more of each other. Like, yeah. just combine the hundred percent and then like divide back in two, but like even it out. It's called taking an average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just described. But we don't want to be like too... Okay, I guess I said divide by two. But we don't want to be like a perfect... If we just divide, if we just take the average, we're literally the same person. Can you imagine how weird that'd be? Yes, being literal. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> um, is that a pet peeve? When I'm too literal. <laughs> When your jokes don't get through to me oh. or to anyone in this household. No, okay. Last Last one. <laughs> mine about you is yes, you're so literal that and you're I, so not. Okay, I'm not so not. I think I'm just <laughs> normal where you are like literally a uh, full circle. We talked about this in the first episode. She's mm. so literal that like full circle is this the end? <laughs> no, but I'm just like I cannot, I, I didn't realize it until, like, we started living together again. I'm like, whoa, the extent of it. Like, can I say, can I share about I the no time you... thing? Oh. I mean, I guess so, yeah. I mean, I don't have to if you don't. Cats out of the bag. I mean, I like to hear other people's perspective as well. Like, this is just my hot take, perhaps. Blended into episode, what was it, seven or six? So, like, she, wait, that's my sister's pet peeve. Okay, so your pet peeve is that this is my pet peeve. Yeah. This episode's getting long, but sure. Yeah. Why don't you indulge This is an inception. <laughs> it's my pet peeve that this is her pet peeve. It is. She, every time someone says like, oh, I don't have time for this. She is like, no. She, oh my gosh. She's like Dwight Schrute. She's I like, don't really watch all She's like, but false. There are 24 hours in a day. <laughs> um, so she's like you don't literally mean you don't have time because if you think about it you do have time what you actually mean is that you don't prioritize it i don't say this to people but you think it yes but you say it to me because you say whatever you want to me but i guess <laughs> i'm trying to think is that being literal or the opposite because i what you're saying i'm confusing myself but no, yeah I'm saying, no i'm saying i don't have time and you're like that's not true because you do have time what you mean is that you don't prioritize it. So but then that you, you don't further explain is that you are not like emotionally or mentally capable in the moment because you're very tired or just not into it. And I'm like, okay, it makes total sense. Yeah, I'm just like, when people say they don't have time for it, they don't mean they ran out of minutes in a day. They mean that they were just like preoccupied. Again, like maybe they were spent and drained emotionally, mentally, physically, and that they just like didn't want to get to it or they couldn't get to it because they were just like so exhausted so then i'm like it's just easier to say i don't have i, I didn't have time rather than you can be like, like i can't today i don't have time I can't. <laughs> that's what but for example what people are like no though okay this episode is way longer than expected but it's like i i don't have time to read the bible like or whatever i don't have time to um read or read again but <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow you're very creative <laughs> i'm like thinking about my <laughs> i don't have time to read <laughs> An- another book <laughs> i'm like getting 
I, I, wait, okay. No, I think this is you projecting your subconscious. I think you. But it's true. I hold myself to the same standard. Reading the Bible is different to me than like reading books because that's a goal of mine this year. But it's like, if I were to say I don't have time to read the Bible, that's 100% an excuse. Or like, if you don't have time to wash the dishes, like, you you do. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let me give another example. Like, like you don't when, want to. Which when is fine. I, I say when, it, no. When I work sixteen-hour days, I technically have those remaining hours to work out. Okay, I never say you should work out. No, like, no, you know, that's, I'm just saying okay, this is an okay, example. Okay. So, so when people are like, "Just want to make it clear," oh. I have nothing against your <laughs> health <laughs> regimen. Yeah, and then when I'm like, when people are like, "Well, why did you get so fat?" I'm be like, I don't have time to work out. That's what I mean. I'm like, literally, I do have time, but figuratively, not, not even figuratively, I just like don't have time. I could, you know, not decide to not sleep, which is what some people do. Some people like can run on like four hours. Like a lot of my coworkers only slept four to five hours every single day. And they would wake up at like six or 7 a.m. to go work out and then come into work and then like just basically don't sleep. So then they work out. They make time. I'm like, heck to the no. They made time. You just precisely said it. I, I don't think that no, you I'm saying, to but work what out. I'm saying when I say I don't have time to work out. Yes. But as you're saying that, I get it. Like, you should put your sleep first and take care of yourself and stay healthy in that way. But also, everyone has 10 to 15 minutes a day if they really wanted to work out. Even if it's stepping in place as you're doing your job or, like, taking the stairs yeah i'm gonna walk 60 flights <laughs> up, to my, up to my floor it doesn't, have to be your, it doesn't have to be your work stairs it could be at home your I, apartment stairs i do okay. but it's not working out i just took the stairs well anyways i would never say like i know that you know working out is not like the top priority that's fair but it just like i think it depends on which the situations it is like for to you of course i'm always like you do have time because like we're sisters and I, like, see what you do when you're just... I mean, yes, you're laying around because you're you're just spent from your day. But then there are other situations when people say it. And I'm like, I know you have time because I, I see what you do with your time. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yes, that's, I guess our pet peeve is that I'm so literal. Yeah. To each their own. And, like, yeah. So, I mean, we've talked about this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, harp on Eat this. Eat a dead horse. Figuratively. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And, like, yeah, a lot of jokes just go straight over your head. And then I'm like, should well, I... they're just not funny. Should I repeat it? I'm like... Some jokes I laugh at. Okay. Our mom is way harder. I, I, you get a chuckle out of me. You, you guffaw. I, multiple times today, you've said, you stood there with... So you, do I... Get your jokes anyway? No, no, I know. But the thing is, I've had to adjust my humor mm, to be more well, like... Well, it's all about the target audience. Yeah. So, like, with, like, for example, like, me and... I keep referencing Norman. Sorry. I'm obsessed. Oh, gosh. Um, like, me and his humor is more, like, a little bit more... You're gonna say intellectual? Not intellectual. I was just witty. gonna say... I was gonna say, like, perhaps, like, more witty and, like, layered and, like, nuanced. Like, there's, like, multiple mm. layers of meaning and, like, things you kind of have, like, reference mm. to, like, get it. Whereas, or like... do you think most people get it? I don't know. But, like, for other people, I have to, like... For you, I have to, you know, tilt it. To be very specific and straightforward. Mm. Because that's what you like. I see. 
Because you're the jester of this household, <laughs> as she deems herself. Like, like instead of making like witty jokes, I just have to like scream. Just get to the punchline. <laughs> I, I just scream and make loud noises. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think. I mean, we've named a few. More than a few. We've really expanded on them as See, well. Another thing. <laughs> <laughs> another thing is that she would always correct me <laughs> on the usage of a few versus a couple. Oh, really? I thought you were just going to add on to the fact that I'm so literal. What? Because, like, because <laughs> a few is, like, three. Like, a couple is two. Right. Several, I guess, is, like, four plus. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I would... Anytime I'd be like, yeah, there's like a couple. And she's like, she'd be like, what you mean? <laughs> Is a few. And she'd launch into this explanation, which she just did right now. About how a couple Brief is, explanation. A couple is two, a few is three, a couple is four plus. Or not couple. Wait, what was it? Se- several. <laughs> several. I'm just very... Grammar, you know how I am. I know. and like My grammar whole, is really outrageous. I mean, there was a period of my life where I felt like every other week she'd be like, it's not on accident, it's by accident. Yeah, like why does no one say by purpose? Because it's obviously <laughs> on purpose. So why is everyone saying on accident when it's by accident? <laughs> like, I hold my tongue. Again, not with me, because I heard that same explanation, (laughs) like, so often that now every time I say it, I hesitate a little bit, and I hear my sister's voice in the back of my head, even in college, I'd be like, okay, okay, by accident, (laughs) by accident, (laughs) because she just, like, ingrained it in me. Maybe that's why you are so good at grammar, because it's It's just like- It's like chicken or the egg, I guess. I don't know. I don't know because again, again, I'm not good at reading comprehension. So I don't know why my writing and my grammar is like so good. <sighs> I remember when I was studying for the writing portion of the SATs, I kept getting everything wrong because I didn't care about grammar. I'm like, all these sentences sound right to me. Well, you understood it because yeah. your comprehension is really good. I'd be like, I get what you're trying to say. I get the gist. And then I would like, I'd get them all wrong. And then I'd walk to my sister's room and be like, there's nothing wrong with this sentence. And then she'd be like, it's obviously B. And I'd be like, what? Are you sure? And I would check the answer key. It was B. And then she'd be like, get out of my room. <laughs> oh, a snippet of a childhood story, perhaps. Oh, not really. That was it. <laughs> Anyways, we I think we talked for twice as long as we intended. Don't know what is our issue. We are running out of time with our... Uh, our cycle we just jibber jabber a lot <sighs> yes we should really um give the people what they want which is shorter episodes but maybe next time i thought you okay i'm not gonna continue sorry <laughs> let's wrap this up okay shorter episodes here we go thank you for listening and um tuning in again for yet another week um Yeah, and I guess with that, we can call it a day. Bye.